0: We are here Honest to Goodness in Grand Rapids, Michigan, our very backyard. I think one of the interesting facts about this building, too, is it sat abandoned for like 30 years.
1: What was, was that?
0: that? The hair on my. It's all standing up right now. Look at that. Hey, Actual. Hold on, guys. my shirt moving right now? Yeah. yeah. It's like pulled out.
1: My name is Mildred.
0: Are you fucking kidding me? What?
2: I came from a dark place.
1: (laughs) Whoa, that's... Whoa, that just got really weird. What the fuck? That's weird.
0: Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump tonight. I'm your host, Riley Clark, and Hi. alongside me as always is Trevor Jensen. And tonight our special guest, one part of Explorers of the Unknown, Sean and his dad, Dave. What's going on? Wow, wow, wow.
1: <laughs> Gentlemen. So I missed you boys. <laughs> I missed you guys for sure. It's been a while, but what is new? Like, let's start there, because I think a lot of the people that are probably watching already know a lot about what's going on, who you are, and how we've pointed. And if you haven't, there's another live stream that you should go check out.
2: Yes, definitely. Not new, nothing. I mean, I I said this on our, like, little 15-minute section. Joe and Ethan did leave the channel. Unfortunately, I wish them nothing but the best. So right now it's it's me, my dad and obviously Aiden. Um, But we got a lot of stuff, a lot of new things, a lot of crazy things uh, planned for next year. Uh, We have a new logo already made. We're waiting to bust that out uh, soon. I'll make a video on that. Uh, We'll be getting merch for us to wear and we'll be doing a free giveaway as well. Yet again, I will address all of those in the, in the same video um, when I choose to drop that. Probably January. Yeah. Um Just cool ideas, cool locations for next. Yeah, year. just
1: cooking. You're just in the kitchen cooking. That's what <laughs> yeah, we yeah, always yeah, say. Where it's yeah, like, we're it's cooking. Downtime, we just we brainstorm, and that's when an everything comes up with for the rest of the year. Where we're like, hey, that's a goal we're working towards, and this is gonna when we achieve it. This is gonna take us to the next fucking level exactly yep.
3: exactly
0: i thought we'd like it's just like small like monumental it's goals just a little reaching there. keep getting there and then eventually like your your plan will succeed it's only it's destined to
1: yeah like i was telling him earlier too i was like if i look at how our retention rate works and like when we like review the evidence and how we present it i was like if we just break it down just like a little bit more and be like it could be just just fine-tune just that little bit more
2: yeah like, like our videos it's, it's being weird i'm getting back feet on my freaking head i don't know really? anyway. I hear it at all. yeah no I, I it's gone now it's not doing it anymore. Yeah. okay um Pretty it's weird because because i've been i work full-time so it's really hard to get videos out on like a regular basis yep. and i think about it this time last year I was at 260 subs and now I'm finishing the year at like 705. I think it's 706 Nuts. to the exact yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, and and I've done that without any kind of <laughs> any kind of scheduling. I've done that with taking a two-month break. Two or three videos I uh, posted a month between. Right, I, it, It's been ridiculous. So next year I got, uh, like I said, I did some cooking. I got a whole schedule cooked up. Um, I'll be posting every week, um, and it's it's going to be crazy. And and this is when I make my actual, like, I've been, like, don't get me wrong, I've been trying. I've been trying this whole time. But I'm really going to be as strict and as serious as I can about this. And this next year, I told Aiden this, I'm like, we're going to have to, at some point this year, film our (laughs) 1,000 subscriber video. Yeah, at some point because we're going to hit it no matter what. Well, I want to see to it. So, the momentum's there. Oh yeah, exactly. And that's what yeah. all these like two people keep talking about. They're like, you know, the hardest part is hitting that 1,000 subs. After that, mm-hmm. it just it, it's a lot easier. Dweeb's, thank you for the uh, congrats and I miss you too, Patricia. But yeah, no, it's it's going to be next year is going to be very big. I'm just kind of sitting there. Biden time getting ready for the storm because it's gonna yeah. dude it's super excited
0: for it I can, I, I can see the forecast now like it's it's gonna happen bro like that's like we're going into our 5th year of doing this podcast now and like we always said like the 5th year is going to be the year that like Love the year things are going to change for us and like the way shit has blossomed since not even just the beginning of 2023 but like in the springtime when we started doing these lives, like we just feel like we've actually found like a real stride to this show and like a formula that makes us kind of different too, with like the podcasting, the investigations the like coming up with just new things that really don't see, you know, from other podcasters, like the whole event thing that we did with you last week and everyone else that was on. So like, you know, coming up with, new ideas like that's that's super exciting it's glad i'm glad that you know you're doing that too to help evolve your channel like that's awesome it's yeah. always
1: nice to hear plus it's like that's a lot of growth over just this year because realistically youtube is the hardest platform to grow on that's it's just like it is a known fact
2: <laughs> it, it sucks it really sucks it it's sucks. a grind because everyone's everyone like I feel like it's different now cuz the whole like shorts and crap like that. Mm. Like so many people are using TikTok to grow their YouTube channel. And when you got to <laughs> use a separate platform it's to so- grow on the other platform, that that's crap. I don't I don't like that don't it like shouldn't it. be. It's not YouTube is too busy about its competition with TikTok that it's mm. not pushing out longer form content as it used to before so it's 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 getting to me i feel like it's getting harder and harder um you know as you know TikTok grows bigger and bigger and they're trying to compete with youtube shorts but um i mean hey it's whatever just gotta embrace the stuff. you
1: gotta ride the waves it's it's wild like we had a
0: video hit like i think like a couple thousand in a day and then it really ever gets a play now and it's like
3: well, it just died. Why would it get
0: pushed so hard that one random oh. fucking day oh. and then I had it just.
1: gripe died. too. And like, TikTok, the, the fucking trailer that we just showed at the beginning of this, it told me, it fucking, it fucking flagged it on my channel and said, this is not original content. Or it's fucking not like it's low quality. And I uploaded it in 4K, 60 frames, and I was like, what the fuck is it talking about? It I sense. fucking hate it, dude. And it didn't get pushed, so it's only got like a hundred views for real. And I was like, Are you serious? Like, are you fucking kidding me?
2: That's
1: fucking TikTok, dude. I don't it's it's use hard here We're pimping and the pimping ain't easy. <laughs>
2: No, not at all.
1: So I know last time we talked, though, we said uh, Dave here had some pretty wild, wild stories that we needed to hear from <laughs> straight from the source.
2: <laughs>
4: yes, you do.
1: Yes, you do. Well, blessed be thy name, sir.
4: Well, I grew up in a house that was uh, pretty, pretty heavily haunted, a lot of activity, even to this day. And uh, it. It started pretty much when we first moved there. Um, I was two years old when we moved in. The house was six years old and we were the fifth owner. Huh. That tells you something right there. Yeah, that's yeah, already really weird. <laughs> the guy who built the house lasted three months and said, oh, I miss the old house I lived in and, and and just skirted. It sat empty for a couple months, maybe six. another six months. Somebody bought it. They were in it for three or four months, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth, until we bought it, and we've been there since... 1970 um so my mom lives there by herself currently and uh my god we saw we saw things there that you know i didn't even talk about until just recently
3: yeah Um,
4: you know um the 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 biggest thing was there was this and i can only say it's some sort of a creature um it was troll looking it looked like a troll. And it would, it would come into my room almost every single night. It would uh, get up on the bed. You'd feel the depression on the bed. And it, the, the creepiest thing was it had this gigantic Cheshire smile, this big, toothy, what? gnarly, T-Rex-looking, you know, horrible th- smile. And I never told my mother about this because I was just too scared. And, and And the thing was, was I never wanted to talk about it and give it power. And, I mean, I saw that thing every single solitary day and I'm not kidding you for 12, 12 years. That's a lot. I, That's I terrifying. Saw it, I saw it almost every single night. And, you know, I, I close the door to, to go to sleep and I'd wake up, the door would be open. Um, you know, things I'd set stuff up on the, on the floor, you know, so you know, it, it would step on something and it would be moved aside. Just the craziest stuff. So, so here's where it really gets weird because I never told my mother any of this and she and I, I don't know if I'm sensitive. I don't know if I'm, you know, any kind of psych. I don't don't claim to be, but I feel things like most people do. You know, I I have an innate feeling when I get into a building. I know when there's a, when I'm on a bad property, I can tell. And my mother's very much the same. And uh, she slept in the room that I used to sleep in when my father passed away because she just didn't want to sleep in the same room for a few months. And, And that's understandable.
3: Mm -hmm, one
4: night she woke up from a dead sleep to see now i always saw this thing as a troll and i never really saw any kind of clothing uh just the you know the main thing i can remember was this troll body uh and yeah i don't ever remember really like clothing necessarily um and it wasn't a real big tall thing had the big ears i mean just exactly what you you would think it was that that's what i saw and uh my mother woke up and there was a man in the closet or a flannel shirt and you know pants and the whole nine yards. And she says, and she goes, I couldn't move, I couldn't I couldn't speak. I just she goes, I saw it and I kind of freaked out. And she said he turned and he had this massive toothy smile. And so now I'm thinking, well, this thing, you know, is this thing, you know, some sort of a you know otherworldly being right. or is this just a, a ghost that can shape shift into something that he knows is gonna scare you, but But the consistency has always been this smile, right? And I don't know what to make of that.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's fucking crazy, dude.
4: So when I told her, then my story, after she told me about this and how horrified she was, then I told her, she's, why didn't you ever tell me? I said, because I felt like if I talked about it, it would give it power. And that was the last thing I wanted to do. I didn't want to, I wanted to start it. I wanted to just, so I I mean, I I think about it often and I try not to, Um, but you know, my mother had back surgery last March. And, uh, Sean and I stayed in the house. And uh, of course, you know, we went to visit mom in the hospital and then he was, he was helping me do a job. So we stayed at my mother's house cause it was halfway. So uh, I slept in my parents' room and he slept in my old room. And, uh, we, we no sooner laid down. When we were investigating, all night. we really didn't see anything. We really didn't hear anything. And, um, all of a sudden we hear this huge bang upstairs in the upstairs and we just hear walking back and forth. And uh, we had cameras up there. We had recorders up there. Nothing was captured. Of course not. Of course not. We heard it with our own ears. You could feel it in the house. Like you could feel the steps. It was crazy.
1: That's we, went, we
4: up, There was nothing there.
1: Why do you think that is like, why, why wouldn't any of the devices capture it? But like, it's, it's there. Like, you know what I mean? hundred oh, like, percent there. Things like that happen to us.
4: It just doesn't make any sense. Like you know, how many times you've been to a place where you're you know you're you're in a room, you see something like physically, visibly walk through the through the place, yeah. and it's not captured on anything. You know, like like how is that? How is that even possible? That's know?
1: the best fucking question there is. Like how?
4: <laughs> no, it's it's just strange, you know. And like we haven't we've had so much activity in that house. Uh, I can remember one year, thank at Halloween, we had a jack lantern on the television, and that's when TVs were like you know. Five feet wide by four feet tall, and you know, they were <laughs> big as house. And we had this projector yeah, yeah.
0: right TVs,
4: the, 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 the giant console TV. Yeah. And uh, one two o'clock in the morning, we just hear this bang, and I yelled over to my mom like, "Mom, what was that?" She's like, "I don't know." Well, we both got up, we went out in the kitchen, and we looked around. We went into the living room, and the, the jack o' lantern was on the other side of the of the uh, living room, smashed against the wall in a million pieces.
1: how's that happen?
4: 20, 20 foot long, <laughs> and deep. Uh, living room. You tell me how it gets over there.
1: That's insane. There's no that way
4: No, it couldn't
1: possibly roll. Oh, you
4: could see on the wall where it hit and it was about three feet up, about the same height as where it was on the TV.
1: That's interesting as shit, too. Like, what the fuck is that? Do you think it's like a residual thing that happens there or do you think it's just like something that it, it
4: sounds it's like it's with everybody.
3: It,
1: it's got a
4: lot I, of I think power. it's intelligent to be honest with you. I, I think it's there's an intelligence to it. Because, I mean, you know, my mother has seen things, you know, like every time somebody passes away in a the family, they come to visit every single time. My grandfather went and visited and had like a 30-minute conversation with my nephew up in his room telling him everything was going to be fine. Don't be sad. It's okay. Um, when my mo- my mother's uncle passed away, he came in, leaned over the bed, uh, like grabbed her arm. She had a bruise on her arm the next day. I mean, and the thing was, was I'd, I'd seen like, shadow figures and and different things in the room and my room, my mother's room, side by side. So like there was a closet in the, in between the two, half the closet was mine, half the closet was hers. And every time I saw something and I'd see it, it would go shooting into that closet and you could see it shoot in the closet and go up when she would see something on the other side of that closet, it would shoot in the closet and go up, which means to me there must be some sort of a portal or, or vortex there has to, right? I mean, but, the thing is, is she's she's invited Sean and I to come there and investigate stuff. But the thing is, I don't want to kick anything up, so it gets bad for her. She lives there by herself. Yeah, like that's exactly our you know, thoughts I
1: mean? too. Where it's like that's like somebody we know very personally. I really love them, and also like if we stir up something that's kind of nasty, that's also gonna throw pumpkins and shit <laughs> like yeah. that. Would not be great. It
3: would it would make you feel
4: bad.
1: Yeah, definitely. I <laughs> I have to live with that for a while. I'll be like, like, oh fuck, heart attack central. If I seen something get levitated, bro, I don't even know how to react. And honestly, to it. it sounds like there's like a potentially like a portal in that house somewhere. Like, the properties and or or
4: something. has
1: to like something
4: just. I I agree because I mean it was an old, it was an, the whole the whole property was an old farm and the farmhouse used to be around when I was a kid it was all dilapidated of course we went back there and played in the thing and had all kinds of fun we we all did of course right and uh that's probably when i started you know because we always said it was a haunted house back there and of course we were all in it you know and you always swore oh i see a ghost in there you know it probably never did but you know we used to psych ourselves out and you know you're 10 years old
1: you know i feel like where it's like did i though like now that I thought it like was I tricking myself afterwards where it's like no I didn't really see that no I made did I why the fuck did I think of this
4: <laughs> yeah exactly exactly but there there was there was no there was no evidence or no records of it we never saw one but the neighbor lady who, who lived next door was it was her it was her fa- it was her husband's family farm yeah it said that there was an actual family plot back there um, oh, you know, so, and of course we were in uh, the, the, uh, the Lenape Indians were in our area so mm-hmm. um, you know I mean could the Indians have been on the property and you know done something I mean who knows I mean really there's so many options there there's, like, there's so much. Really there. is, though. yeah it was it was crazy and then uh, <clears throat> my grandparents owned a farm um, in northern Bucks County and mm-hmm. it was this thing was from the 1700s. You know, it was a very, very old, uh, actually early 1700s. It's very old farm, and um, there was a little cottage on the on the property. It was the original farmhouse, as a stone house, mm-hmm. and um, it was all dilapidated. Of course, you weren't supposed to be in there, so yeah. I was always in there. Um, <laughs> and and I can remember one time being in there, and I saw a man in there, and he was he looked at colonial. You know, I had the ponytail and I, but I only saw him from the waist up and he walked through and he looked at me and just kept right on walking and just disappeared. And I was probably eight or nine, maybe, you know, and it was like, holy cow. So then like, I, what do I make of it. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, you know, did I really see that? Right. Mm. So then, you know, I started looking into it and we, we learned a little bit about it. And turns out uh, when Washington crossed the Delaware in Revolutionary War, um, Lafayette used the farm as his headquarters and specifically that house oh shit. so they went lafayette and his troops wintered on that farm and in yeah. that immediate area and my mother tells stories about how when my grandfather used to plow in the spring bones used to just get churned up with the plow
1: oh, shit. And,
4: and she goes they were she goes, and they were like there was like muskets in the ground and there was you know i mean they were clearly soldiers right yeah definitely that had just passed away and they just buried them, you know, shallow graves and and moved on. And, um, I can remember as a kid walking through the one pasture and I tripped because it was, you know, it was fall and, you know, it was brush everywhere. And then I took like three or four more steps and tripped again and did it again. And it was uniform. So I started looking around. And then when the winter came, I went back out there and it was just rows of these little stones that were in the ground. And they must've been like, even back in the day, they used field stones, right? Yeah. just whatever kind of a stone they found in the field, they put it there and didn't necessarily, necessarily even mark it. Yeah, they would just just, just, just they would just use it to mark the plot. And yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was kind of creepy when I realized. Well, geez, you know this 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 field that I've been playing in for the last ten years <laughs> as a kid, you know, oh. it's, it's a graveyard for God's sake. That's that's insanity, <laughs> <That's> actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, even that helps we used to sleep on the second floor and there was an attic that we were not allowed to go in and you used to hear walking around up there all the time and nobody ever went up there. I mean, it's, you know, it's 11, 12 o'clock at night. My grandparents were farmers. They were in bed early.
1: Uh, and, yeah. You
4: know, as so us as kids, you know, we're sitting there, we're not used to going to bed at eight o'clock, you know, so we're just right. sitting there talking me and my cousins or me and my sister. And then all of a sudden we just hear us walking back and forth upstairs. And so we sneak out, we go to look to my grandparents' room and they're sleeping. They- yep so well, who's up there <laughs> and, yeah. and was that why they didn't want us up there i don't know
1: right yeah like what what could possibly be up there that you're hearing footsteps
4: oh it was you know hard shoe hard sold shoes heel toe heel toe
1: yeah like straight was, boots
4: That yeah, straight up old-time boots you know it's crazy That's
1: crazy you gotta love that though where it's like everywhere that you you possibly could have ended up you ended up in houses that are absolutely fucking bonkers
4: oh absolutely crazy and and i mean and and the history of that property goes back you know many many years and it was that was native american land as well um but um there's a there's a little town nearby where the, the founder of the town i had investigated that particular inn and um he, he when he marked out the, 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 the when he staked out the property corners for his inn, he did it with uh, dug up uh, Native American bones. And that's how he marked his property corners.
1: Holy shit. That's it's
4: so it's well documented. You can read you can yeah. read up on it and find it. It's no problem at all. I feel wow. like
1: that's inviting something. Gnarly
4: well, out. exactly right.
0: Yeah. Disturbing people's graves to mark your property. To mark
4: your pro- <laughs> I mean, how. Yeah. I, mean, what
1: the heck? I don't give
4: a <laughs> shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <Dude>.
1: <laughs> like demons, I'm here. It's your fault.
4: Yeah, that's like the the most ridiculous thing I ever when I read that because I was looking up the history before we went, and that's uh, was when I was with another group and uh was looking up the history and I was like, holy cow! Like that's- I mean, I lived I lived in my grandparents' farm, you know, like in the summertime I'd go there and stuff and stay with my grandparents, and yeah, and five minutes away you know in the right, same town they Bold lived. move <laughs> very bold so yeah i don't think so not for me
1: i don't think i could do it where it's
4: when like did, uh,
0: didn't give a shit when did you start uh doing paranormal investigations dave
4: um well we started kind of, kind of moving around like doing the whole uh abandoned house type stuff and abandoned property stuff yeah. me and my friends did even when we were like 15 16 years old
3: yeah. and uh,
4: yeah. you know just not really necessarily paranormal. more more like what you call like urban exploring yeah you know and and then uh the first time i really went and and it was on, a, like on an actual targeted ghost hunt it was probably like oh two maybe 2001 2002 Um, I had met a group online, um, it was right around the time he was born, actually, uh, Philly Paranormal, and um, some of the guys that were in that group, you know, we got to talking on some of the the early meetup groups, and um, first place I ever went was Fort Mifflin, and that's that's right by the Philly airport, and uh, what happened in the very, because we had like maybe 20 people there, right, so they divided everybody up. And they put me with another group um, who they had a lot of equipment. You know, I I was there with a voice recorder and just a regular camera. That's all I had.
1: Yeah, winging
4: it. Just, just, hey, see what I can see. You know, and, you know, I know what I saw as a kid and I knew what I saw growing up. But, you know, it's like I I call bullshit on almost everything and everybody. You know, Uh, because, you know, I'm not going to just sit here and wholesale sell out and, and buy into it. You know, unless it's really, really good evidence. You know, I mean, it's much, it's much different. And Sean would say, and you guys know when you're there and you're experiencing it, you know, it's a different, it's a different vibe and, and, you know, people get excited and and that's all good. But, you know, I don't take, I don't take all the evidence at face value. You know, you got to look into it a little bit, but at any rate, we went into, uh, they divide us up and we went into this uh, powder bunker powder magazine. And uh, it's kind of cool. You've been there now, Sean, and you walk in, and and uh, it's it's kind of like a labyrinth. It's like a like a brick. Oh, you guys ever been there? Mm-mm, no. no. Yeah. It's, well, it's a, it's a Revolutionary War fort. You know, it was built by the yeah. British actually before the Revolutionary War, and uh, of course the re- the rebels took it over. And uh, so you walk through this this, this uh, maze almost. You know, it's like a little little wiggle to get into the main be- be- the main part of the building, and that's to keep mm-hmm. any. Rich that's to keep any like sparks from fires from going in there and igniting the powder magazine. Right. So they made it, you know, like a serpentine. So at any rate, um, we went in and they, there was talk, Oh, there's a little boy spirit or something down at the end. And so these people were focused down on the end. Now, the lady who was who was standing next to me, she was a psychic medium. And, uh, she had said to me when she first met me, she goes, "Boy, I don't, I don't think I really want to be any place that was really, really haunted, especially negatively around you. And I'm like, well, what the heck's that mean? <laughs> you know? And she's like, well, I think you have some sort of abilities that haven't woke up yet. And I'm like, oh, brother, that's all I need. You know, I said <laughs> enough. <laughs> so anyway, you know, I turn around and I look at the doorway, and the doorway's perfectly dark. I mean, it's really, it's really dark. You can't see anything. And I look, and I see this dark silhouette, darker than the dark, standing, big, tall, menacing thing. <laughs> And I'm standing. Everything else is going on in the back, and I'm turned around looking over here. And I'm like, "What the hell is this?" And I'm just watching it. Well, I and and now this this girl, I think her name was Nicole. She's standing like four four feet away from me, and I reach over. I'm like, "Are you seeing this?" She goes, "You looking at the door?" And I said, "Yeah." She goes, "What are you seeing?" And I said, "Well, I see a figure that's darker than the dark." She goes, "Yeah." And she goes, "And don't look now, but he's coming at us." So like, you couldn't see legs, but like it was like a flowing long, um, almost like a tattered curtain, you know, and it would like wow. wave back and forth as it moved. So it would move towards us a few steps and then and retreat back to the doorway. And it did that till it got right up into our face and it got right up on us. And I just instinctively reached out my hand and I put it into it. And it was, it was clammy, cold and dense. And wow. I've never experienced anything like this before. And when I did that, it retreated to the door. And she goes, what did that feel like? And I said, remember that slime stuff you played with when you were a kid? Remember how cold it was? That's what it felt like. Hand to God, that's what it felt like.
1: That's crazy.
4: So then I'm like, man, my leg's cold. And there was this little poof, like a little round, like, like a ball. It was all dark, real dark. And it was at my leg. And she goes, I wonder if that was his dog or his cat or something. One. And I'm like, well, I don't know. And it was standing right next to him. So we went over to the doorway and she stuck her hand in and I stuck my hand in again. And, and we talked with it and the other people who were at the other end, they came up, they had IR cameras, didn't capture anything. Um, we got some EVP off of it, you know, some, you know, grumbling, like, kind of growly voices that, but you couldn't really make it out. Right. But uh, that was, that was, a, that was within like the first 40 minutes of being on Fort Mifflin.
1: That's crazy. And, and from
4: there, it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, maybe there's something to this. Right. Yeah. Oh
1: God, that's, that's intense. I, yeah, it I was, mean, that's kind of how it felt for us, too. Like, our first real investigation at the Old Lincoln County Jail, it felt like as soon as we stepped into the building, like, shit just started going. Like, yeah. walkie-talkies in our backpack just turned on. No idea why. Yeah. I would say, like, when you have that first, like
0: your first like real paranormal investigation like you know you're there and this place is for sure 100 haunted it like takes you back because like at the same time everything's starting to happen you don't realize it sometimes in the moment you're like oh well that's just kind of weird and then like maybe it happens again or something else happens you're like okay i can't just keep saying that's something weird all night like that's something paranormal at this point like this can't be a weird like eventful oddly eventful night like shit just can't turn on all by itself all night and doors can't look like they opened a little bit more than what they were when I walked by 20 minutes ago or that door was definitely closed now it's open this
1: was when we were still really really skeptical of shit actually happening because like it was very early on in our careers of ghost hunting at this point so you know, like you're like looking for every little detail with yeah. way too fine tooth of a comb, because like, realistically, it doesn't visually happen very often, right? But like, if you pay attention, you'll see it.
4: Yeah, absolutely, and and you know as well as I do, it's it's always kind of out of the corner of your eye. It's almost never directly head on, and this thing was in my face. I mean, it was it was that's nuts. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen, short of that. Creature used to come into my bedroom when I was a little kid, you know, and um, you know, I mean, honestly, that was that was it for me. That was like, holy cow, there's there's really something to this. And you now after that, we went to all the different places in the, in Fort Mifflin and never really caught anything crazy. You know, I mean, we had a lot of voices, a lot of audio there. I mean, a lot of audio, but we never saw anything more. But even even I mean, I wouldn't have had to see anything or, or even capture anything the rest of the night, because to me, that was unbelievable. I mean, and, and that that really cemented you know okay there's something else going on
1: yeah we do, we can't understand everything no. i really don't believe we can
4: not now anyway maybe who knows maybe in a few years we'll have some sort of groundbreaking breaking event that tells us something but um
1: i mean with the way technology is moving i wouldn't even doubt that we find that they find out what spectrum they need to look at right and just, like, right. key in right onto it. Dude, even just the new SLS that's out,
0: the way it, like, 3D maps yeah, and stuff, like, that is craziness in its own. It's, like, literally seeing another dimension that we can't see through yeah. infrared and then 3D mapping what it's seeing. Like, what? <laughs> like... Yeah. You think about that like mentally in your head for a second. It's like, how is that even possible? We're getting a 3D rendered image from the infrared light. So we're only mapping what's seen in that spectrum.
4: What it's absolutely crazy. I mean, the technology's really, really come along. And I know just using your your SLS here um the past few investigations, we've caught some some very, very interesting stuff. Some extremely, which will will, which will come out soon, and uh, yeah, we 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 got some really cool stuff.
0: Yeah, how is that? I don't think we've had many people on with the SLS camera. Like, how do you how do you like it?
4: I enjoy
2: it. I've we we haven't used it too much. The first time we ever used it, we're at the Gettysburg videos that we just dropped, Um, and then since then, we've been to. white we we went to hillview i don't think we used it at hillview but we we went to we went to white hill mansion uh we used it there and we went to Pennhurst and used it there as well um now i'll I'll tell you a little bit don't want to spoil all of it but uh we captured what looked at white hill we captured what looked to be a figure on the sls cam uh peeking, and cheating at a game of cards. Yeah. (laughs) That's actually wild. And out of the five games played, the Spirit won four of them.
4: Because
1: he's playing with a loaded hand.
4: (laughs) He knew. Yeah, he knew knew exactly what was up. And and Aiden's not a card player, nor am I, and so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we were I not mean, anyway but yeah no would yeah, you play board.
0: blackjack blackjack or uh poker
4: yeah blackjack, Black,
0: yeah. blackjack yeah we just yeah. played
4: we just played 21 and uh in fact at one point i was doing the estes and um they started talking about there was a table in the corner and it had cards on it this is a different instance and they told Aiden to go over and I I told I said and I kept saying Aiden's name constantly. Aiden, Aiden, Aiden. And uh and I, at one point I said, go to the table. And um next thing you know, I mean, I, unbeknownst to me, I didn't realize what was going on, but they were I, I must have told them to play cards. And uh that's when that's when the spirits beat Aiden four out of five hands.
1: <laughs> Dude,
4: that's <laughs> it, was, it crazy. was And that's the first time that's ever happened. And that, that that White, White Hill mansion, place is
2: real. We, yeah. It, I don't want to speak too much on it because you know it's not out. Where, where is that at? That's in Jersey. It's right across Delaware from Philly.
1: Yeah. Okay. So
2: yeah, I'd recommend every dude. When I said when I said on Twitter that every, or I'm sorry. When I told everyone on Twitter that I was going to go to White Hill, dude, like three four people hit me up privately saying how crazy that place was and that they love it there there. and then when i said how crazy it was out there uh those people and then some hit me up asking me what the hell happened (laughs) (laughs) everyone is in love with that place for some reason i mean i get why now but oh i get why it's the creep factor there
4: is unreal. It's a scale of 11. I mean, it, it's it's off the chart. It's so creepy. And, you know, especially by yourselves. I mean, it, the three of us were together. Myself, Sean, and Aiden were together. And stuff was happening with five feet of us. Mm-hmm. And and we, we hadn't even started investigating. We were just setting cameras
2: up. We were doing the history part. And we, we heard noises. Yep. And Aiden goes like... And you just hear bang, like... Like French to me. Right next to I was like, "Holy cow!" We weren't Dude, even
1: investigating it. The it was wild. Best feeling, though, is when you get that immediate response because we oh. did this thing at the poorhouse. I'm almost done with that video. I promise. But yeah. like, we were like, "Is there? If like anybody's here, you want to play hide and go clap? Here, I'll show you how to do it." And then, not even ten seconds later, you here?
4: "Oh, it, what it, the it,
1: fuck!" And all of us are standing. It was there. like. It had to be two floors above us too. So it was like a loud it clap, but it sounded sound quiet like a clap, but it, it like you can hear the audio go pop pop. So like it, there's a there's a spike, but it, it to us we heard it audibly because yep. they're all standing in front of the like staircases. So like the audio traveled throughout the room before it hit the fucking mic. That's nuts. But it was like, What the hell was that? <laughs> it was wild. That was that the was first good. thing that happened. Yeah, that was the start of the more like I guess you could say morning because it was like one
2: o'clock.
4: Oh wow, that's crazy. To yeah. answer
2: uh to answer Patricia's question, what we can look forward to in 2024. Fire. Um so I'm gonna develop a schedule. I'll be uploading weekly. Uh I don't know if I said it on here yet. We have a new series that we're gonna be doing. Uh, yeah. something I really haven't seen before, so that's going to be pretty nuts. Uh, some special guests on the channel helping out, um, and yeah. bigger locations. I feel like a lot of the locations we've went to, apart from a few, um, have been smaller, no names locations, which I still want to do. Right. But it's time for us to, you know, get up there. You know, I'm talking Waverly. I'm talking, you know. Uh, like, like what we just did, Pennhurst, uh, Moundsville. I got two separate road trips planned uh, one with me and Matt from Haunted Archives, just me yeah, and him. Yeah, it. I Haunted think we're going to make that a yearly thing, the yearly tradition now because we did it last year at oh, Wildwood well, and Man. Hinsdale, and then we got a separate uh road trip going, uh, where we're going to hit four locations and actually. Uh, just to give you guys a teaser, I will reveal these locations for you on this stream. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. So, first it. up, I'm pr- this is the order I think is going to go in. First up, we got four locations. We got Sweet Spring Sanatorium. Then we're going heavy. to Waverly. Another ha- heavy. Then we're going to Old Hospital on College Hill. Another heavy. heavy. And then we're going to West Virginia State Penitentiary. Grand Slam. Boom. boom, boom crazy.
0: That's, yeah, a, that's wild let's go so dude wow those are all like literally like fucking list, lists like locations.
1: oh yeah
2: yeah it is going it's <laughs> going
1: mean, to it notorious for some other like some very fucking crazy claims yeah, yeah. like and, and that's, that's
4: what i said we we need to go someplace you know that a we haven't been to i've, I've been to moundsville and that place was pretty scary um but I haven't been to the other places, and I've seen Waverly, but I've not been in it. Um, so, you know, we decided let's let's try to go big, do a big, you know, week week and a half long road road trip, and Worth and it. see what we see. Right. Yeah.
1: Fuck yeah! It is draining as all hell, <laughs> but
2: we got like a. I think we got like a day in between each investigation because I think we're going to be out for nine days.
1: Yeah, just. About-
2: um, so yeah we definitely have time to recover we were going to do five but we realized that you know we like we would have to do back to back you know all that we're going to have to you know dump the footage uh, save it on a new laptop good good. Good. And, and you know of... charge your shit and stuff and i'm just <laughs> like it, it's so I much and t- t- it's t- t- extra t- t- money so i feel like it'd be better if we oh, got God. like a day in between that way we can hit it at a hundred percent the entire time you know what i mean
1: Go to every location transferring charging
4: oh and, and you know look if you go if you, if you find some place in in between you know some little small place and you you know hit it for a couple three or four hours you know one night that's on a day off and that's cool too yeah. you know so i think
0: those in between nights to hit like a cemetery or something exactly like super creepy funny. like would be fire, or,
4: or maybe there's some old, some some sort of old Indian, uh Native American burial grounds, or you know, just anything. You know, some little old haunted jail that's way off the beaten track, nobody knows about. Yeah, yeah there's
0: there's tons yeah. of like two man cell jails that, out there yeah. that no one fucking know know about at exactly. all. Exactly, and it was tons a out especially out where you guys are on the east coast like there's so much history out there and so many different places that like are just forgotten with time and people yeah. like
1: moving out of the yeah. area absolutely I mean, dude it just feels like everywhere that we go at this point is just gonna be a fucking hotbed because it's yeah. like, every team has the little spots already just figured the fuck out and it's like shit dude a lot of these places i don't even know about and then you guys are telling me how fucking crazy this is. And it's like, that's going to end up being a hotbed for everybody. Because that's how stuff starts. It gets on the map that way. Where you start spreading that word of mouth where it's like, come here. You need to see this place.
0: Yeah, like the poor house. Like, we're trying to put that place on the map. Like, that place is house? crazy.
1: That's all I that? In Van Buren County, Michigan.
2: Okay.
1: Yep, right, The Van
2: Buren
1: up. Historical Society runs it. And the it is literally 48 rooms of just full top to bottom, wall to wall, just every antique you could possibly imagine from like every era from 17, probably 20s. <laughs> this is how it feels. And then like all the way up to like past World War II and shit. It's like, what is happening? That's it's crazy.
2: I, I, I don't know. You know, they're just plans. But there's a place that, that I live nearby. Um that doesn't have any they have they have a, a ghost tour, but really it's just the history tour at night. <laughs> so yeah. I'm gonna try to see if I can open like and cut them a deal uh and do some kind of paranormal like uh tourism, like booking private investigations and stuff at some locations nearby. Yeah, yeah, the resident these, places, these places seem legit, um like an old jail, stuff like that. Uh they had public hangings inside the jail stuff like that um so i definitely want to see if i can like open my own like kind of t- paranormal tourism business
0: yeah we have been pitching that idea out here for a minute now
1: and people are not with it yet eventually they will be we haven't got to talk to the top dog about it yet though that's the thing is like we pitched the idea to an underling and the underling probably didn't say anything
4: no nope. well that's the thing and, and a lot of these people who are the actual owners you know, they, they, they try to stay out, out of the limelight, you know, and they, they're hard to get a hold of. You know, you got to fight through. Too. Yeah, you got to fight through 10 different people just to get to them, you know, and somebody you thought was the owner sure. is, you know, just just an employee or, you know, just a volunteer, you know. And, and
1: the, pretty- like the funny part for us is like a lot of the historical stuff around here is run by like legitimate board members that have been on the board for about 80 years. Yep. So it's like, oh man, I don't know if they know how to use emails. Like that's how bad it is sometimes. So it's like, yeah, it is. It is really hard to like nail down somebody that we can like talk to that is in the the authority figure state. No question. Bad too, because a lot of these places would be absolutely amazing. Yeah, there's so many hit. We always say this. Like, there's so many hidden gems,
0: hauntedly out there that nobody knows about. Mm Like. Man, like for instance, the houses you grew up in, <laughs> like, like the fuck
2: is that? Yeah, oh, exactly. And right. The houses
0: yeah. I grew up in.
2: <laughs> there you go. Well, I'll tell you if my grandma ever you know moves out or whatever,
4: expect a video. Exactly. If she moves out before before we we hand that place over, we're gonna spend a couple days.
1: I'd make that home base if I could. We do the podcast out of there. It'd be there you like, go. Our fucking oh, yeah, workspace. We've
0: we've, we've talked awful. about this before, but like our goal eventually one day is to like hopefully you'll be making a good amount of money, whether it's this or our <laughs> own careers, and buy a haunted building and host the podcast like out of the haunted yeah,
1: building. Why like, not? I think be How cool would that be?
2: <laughs> Sweet. It'd be awesome.
1: It's like also there's bedrooms. Like you want to sleep here? Like we got a long day of work tomorrow. We got a lot of research to do. All yeah. Sudden, it's going fucking nuts, and it's like, all right, put them fucking IR cameras on tonight. Like shit's going off. Yep.
2: Yep. It'd be so cool to do that man, on a building, you
1: know. That's Dude. what I'm mean. saying. One day, one day we will do it. I want to make. I want. Honest to God, I want to have like a museum too. Like Zaha How Zach has, where it's yeah. like objects are also intriguing as fuck
2: to me. all right They are. I I thought it would be cool to have like you would need like the permission to do it
3: mm-hmm. but
2: just collect like a little bit of like like a dirt sample from every location because like a lot of the, the shit that happened there has been absorbed by the earth and happened on that like gettysburg for example so
3: mm-hmm.
2: just i bet there's so much iron in the dirt and blood like absolutely have- ridiculous everything that happened there happened on top of that soil and yep. i feel like all that energy you know, gets sucked in and drawn in by the Earth and, mm. and is forever there. So to have, like, a little bit, like, kind of, like, think about, like, a like a shelf full of, like, glass jars. Yeah, and, so
1: they're, they're they're the and they're just
2: in the yeah, like yeah. crazy shit like that. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. And yeah, I bet about, have a lot of energy. The two above it where it's, like, a
1: little Polaroid where it's just, like, think, 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 think. Yeah. yeah. Super cool. <laughs> These are Gettysburgs are
4: happy place. We love that
0: place. Oh man, one day I will go there. One day.
4: If you are ever in the area,
2: bro, just let us know. Brother. Oh, of course. of course, of course. We're like two hours away.
1: So, Dave, what was your first experience at Gettysburg?
4: Um, first thing I I was was an actual visual thing. Um, he was little. Him and his brother were little. We were there on a family vacation, and we were crawling around the rocks. Um, and, um, I just happened to look over and I saw, and there was a lot of reenactors there. Right. And I saw this guy standing there, you know, with his, his cappy on and his rucksack and a, a gun. And I was like, oh man. So I called, I called the boys over cause I wanted to go get a picture with this guy cause he looked really good. He looked authentic. And I turned around to yell to him to come over. I turned back and he's gone. Oh no. <laughs> I got up on top of the boulder. I looked all around and there was nobody there. There's absolutely nobody there. That was the first thing that I saw, and I we were just there. Like I said, we were there in broad daylight, yeah. you know. That's so and jarring, <laughs> yeah. It was just it was alarming, you know. I was like, wait a minute, you know, like no am I he he was yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: really did that really happen to me, or am I losing my marbles?
4: Yeah, no, and, and he was just as solid as you or I. I mean, he looked like an actual person standing there, and like I said, it was it was it was one of the anniversaries. I don't know, it was like a hundred and 40th or something like that, or 138th or 40 42nd uh, anniversary, I think it was. And um, you know, we we were there it was the first time we were ever there as a family, and uh yeah, there's reenactors all over the place because it was during the you know, it was during the, the anniversary and uh it was like holy cow.
1: Right. And, uh, what is the what are the coincidences of this?
4: Yeah, I mean that that doesn't happen, you know.
1: No, never what was that like?
0: Was that like like a a live photo almost when you were looking at him, like he was moving, but like kind of like still. Yeah, he, he, he time, was literally.
4: Or? It was still. He was standing still, just kind of standing there. Like he was actually looking towards towards Roundtop, little Roundtop, and he was just okay. standing there looking towards little Roundtop. And I looked over, I'm like, oh man, this guy looks really legit. I'm like, I'm gonna get, go get the kids, and they were just down below me, so I yelled to him to come up, and I went to turn around to go talk to the guy, and he was twenty feet away. Damn. And I turned around, he was gone, you know, and it was like, wait a minute. And then it was just, it was, it's
0: like, you know, you question yourself. It makes you wonder, like, was he like reliving that moment of like charging, you know, little round top or was he like, he never got there. You know what I mean? Like he was standing off in the distance looking and got hit with a stray bullet. And like,
1: yeah, does, do they even perceive you at that point? You know what I mean? Like, or
0: yeah. Or did he not even realize like, like that's kind of what I'm saying. Like he was in the moment that he was living and didn't yeah. even know that you were there.
4: I, I think that's exactly right. I think it was very residual because there was no interaction and he didn't seem to be looking at And there's people around. So the people around, but he didn't seem to be interacting or, or noticing anyone or re- minding anyone anyway. And like I said, I, I looked, I turned around and yelled to him and his brother. I turned back around and he was gone.
0: That's crazy. You feel like, well, so many separate. people have that experience too at Gettysburg specifically, like seeing a soldier. Yeah. So yeah. many people, like you're not even close to being the only person that's oh, ever no.
4: seen
3: that. Like it's, it's wild
0: to think that place. it can be like ever. that concentrated of an experience there. Yeah. And it just shows you like how powerful like
1: war and death and. Oh,
3: yeah. I mean, it can be.
4: On American soil, the the trauma that that these these men went through is just. I mean, you can't even imagine it, right? I no. mean, to just charge headlong into a into a cannon full of full of musket balls, you know, mm. 50, 60, hundred musket balls flying at your head, you know, and you just go after. It. I mean, God bless them. I mean, I can't imagine it.
1: Yeah, and yeah. the thing is, those musket balls aren't going to kill you on on hit. They're going to ricochet through your body and fuck you up for later.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah, most of them, most of them didn't die right away. You know, it was days later, a lot of them, or at least hours, anyway.
1: Yeah, no good for me, dog. I'll take a big.
4: Mm. No, I'll i not good that way if I if I don't have to. I can't even
0: I imagine like. What, what the like sounds like, of battle sounded like back in the day. Like nowadays we can kind of imagine it you know, with, with the video games and I had stuff. to have been like, so loud, dude. You can actually watch that stuff firsthand. But like Gettysburg would have been a totally different like kind of straight chaos, honestly. Like just
1: you got Yells, cannons, you got yells, you got muskets, you got horses were heavily utilized here in the neigh. You
0: got citizens sitting on the hilltops watching, like having a picnic. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen those, like, paintings and stuff. I'm sure you have, like, the people literally just, like, sitting, having a picnic, watching this battle happen.
4: Well, the very first, like, the first Manassas, the first bull run. You know the people came down out of out of D.C. because they you know they went out for the afternoon for a day of day of picnicking and frolicking to watch this quote unquote war, which nobody thought was going to be anything. And at, you know by the end of the day, you know thousands of men were killed and they just left terrified, horrified yeah, uh, like, by the scene. You know they nobody thought it was going to be like that. They they all thought it would be you know one little skirmish and then okay everybody came to their senses, but uh, they were dug in.
1: That's why they say war changes a man. Oh, like, actually. you see atrocities that you should never see as a person, honest to God. yeah. And, like, yeah. I've never been to war, and I have the utmost respect for people who have seen combat. Because, fuck, dude, it is not for me. My yeah. mental health could not handle that shit.
4: I would break. Yeah, if God, that, God, God it, it bless the men and women of the armed forces that do what they do every day to keep oh. us safe. Because, you know, it's and i getting like, like,
0: even crazier, too, because a lot of them were just kids. They're yeah. just
1: yeah. They yeah. young. Yeah other places like that well and think about it too like this where it's like if we have our own cryptics and stuff like that well we hear, we've we heard accounts of these people going to different countries 19, 18 years old and they see these things that are completely like there. there's no explanation for them like I, I, I heard a story once of like in the Civil War too of this like I forgot exactly where but they were like taking some hill and then this like creature came in the middle of the night and pretty much killed both sides and it was like on Native American territory as well. So they, they said it was probably like a windigo or something of that nature. And it's like, what the fuck is that, dude? Like, why do we have stories like that? Is that not like just like foul omens that say, hey, that actually probably did happen. It doesn't just get made up. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, exactly right. And I mean, there, there's I, I read a lot of Civil War history, uh, mm-hmm. both sides. Um, James Longstreet. He he reports in his one of his memoirs that I read. Robert E. Lee reports in one of his, um, Stonewall Jackson reports in one of his, Grant reports in his. They all saw lights in the sky. When the when the major battles were going on, they saw all these lights zooming around the sky and they thought they, th- they thought they were angels. And uh what what was it? You know, was it UFOs? Were they coming down to see what was going on?
0: Yeah, yeah, because nothing, nothing had really happened. Yeah, in the that, that violent in a really long time actually. If they, like yep. there was other wars going on, I'm sure, but they weren't as violent as Gettysburg was.
4: Right, right. History. No, and it's happened all throughout the all throughout the Civil War. I mean, they saw it early on. They saw it at the end there, okay. in Petersburg. They saw uh, you know they saw these these lights and nobody could make heads or tails out of it. You know, I still can't. No, I mean I know what Starlink looks like now, but like.
1: Everything oh, else freaked me out the first time I saw it. Exactly. Like it is jarring <laughs> the first time you see it because it's like, what is this? Like, what is this?
0: think about this too? Their dark was way darker than the dark that yeah, was
1: less ambient light for
0: sure. Way darker. Like we would have to I don't even know if we could escape the light pollution completely to have the kind of like you have darkness to go to like that they enough. actually experienced.
1: Or like Alaska. Like, deep in the wilderness of Alaska. Yeah,
4: it's super, Maybe. super dark. Like, you go up to Mount Washington, up on top of Mount Washington, it's it's pretty, pretty freaking dark up there. I've I've spent many nights up there. Um, it's a, That's real, real low, low noise, uh, light pollution. We've got a, a camp that we go to. It's a hunting club. There's 800 acres up in the wilds of Pennsylvania, and it's, it's plenty dark. And I consumed a few alcoholic beverages, and the first time I saw Starlink, I'm like, what the hell is that? And there's about six of us sitting down around the fire. I'm like, holy shit, look
1: at that thing. right? Then the
4: one guy was like, oh, no, no, it's Starling. I was like, oh, shit.
1: (laughs) It's like, we've advanced that far already where we have fucking internet beaming down through fucking this crazy chain of satellites. It was
4: nuts. Yeah, the first time you see it, it's alarming as hell.
1: Yeah, i seen that, I think, the
0: first time this past summer.
4: Yeah, same here.
0: And I was like,
1: "Whoa, that's nuts!" Like, yeah. I got so upset because I was like, "How did I miss it for so long? I'm like, how much more did I miss?"
4: Right, right. I mean, that's a known thing. Then I mean, you, you can pretty much set your watch by where it is and where it's going to be buying.
1: Yeah, and you still miss it because you're not. What are you attention. missing, right? Yeah, the times that I have seen stuff have always been some random time cuz what we were laying I was laying in the Nunica cemetery on one of our investigations. Randomly taking a break was just staring up laying there and then i seen like a literally a, I think it was a craft cuz it was a really bright light just start like doing absolutely like breakneck speed like aerial like acrobatics <laughs> this is the best way to say it where it's like I can't explain what the fuck that is. That's not like a bird. That's not like a plane because it's not moving correctly. If it is, it's gotta be Superman. It's, it's, it's <laughs> <gotta> be <extreme laughs> fucking bullshit. Because I was like, "There's no way," and then it just kind of like immediately did that whole like, "All right, going a straight line," and it's gone. It's like, oh, oh, like I, I saw that. I'm not insane. Like I've been paying attention. Like the fuck is happening? That's nuts. like. Well, my that's- mother,
4: my mother told us a story. The same farm that i was telling you guys about earlier well she grew up on that farm and this was back in the 40s 50s when everybody was seeing ufos right mm-hmm. and um so again they're in the middle of the country you know miles from anybody and the one night they were out on the front porch and they see this really bright light you know across the valley and yeah. it's moving towards them and now there's airplanes then you know what i mean but this thing made no noise, and she said it would. It came into their field and just cast a big, like huge, brilliant, bright spotlight down onto the field, and sat there with this light shining down. And then the light would go off, and it'd move a little bit, and then come down. And it came, and they watched this thing for like forty-five minutes. What the fuck? And so they were all in the yard, and and it was like right. It was shining down right in the road, right next to where they were standing, and like they're watching this thing, looking up, and it made no sound. It was a big, you know, disc-like looking thing. She told us this last summer, right? It was the first time I'd even heard of it. And uh, for three nights in a row, they watched this thing come and just all around the whole area, silent as anything. And then all of a sudden it was just boom, gone. <laughs> and she watched that back in the 40s or 50s, you know, and way back in the day.
1: Right. And why would she have any reason to lie to you about that?
4: No, nah, I none. Like none. no
1: reason whatsoever to lie about that.
4: Absolutely not. She's like, yeah, we were we were all kind of really nervous about it, you know, we had this very uneasy feeling cuz yeah. you know, what what the hell could it have been?
1: Yeah, that exactly. Like that's the that's probably the exact feeling that I would say too is like it makes me feel very uneasy. Yeah. Cuz it's like you can't explain it, and if you could explain it, then we already have the answers. And right. we already- just
3: like did did I really
1: just see what I saw? Like you saw it too? We we both just saw that? Yeah, yeah, like, is it gonna come back now that we both know?
0: What does it mean? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what does it mean? Like, is it coming? Is it looking for me? Is it? Is it yeah, for like, you, me yeah. specifically or you specifically? Like,
4: and that's the thing. You know, it's like she's always had these paranormal experiences throughout her whole her whole life, but she said that's kind of when they started. So. Oh, it-
1: her first extraterrestrial encounter. Right?
4: You know, so like after that happened, then all this other stuff started happening to her. And then, you know, then of course, then it comes into our house up and up in our, where I grew up. And you know, so it's like, you know, was that something that attached to her from, from there or was something that she did? I, who knows? I mean, this is all
1: right. Well, actually, I've always said that like, if aliens are completely real, like, I don't doubt that. I don't know if we see as many as we think we do, Definitely. but realistically if they're like living beings, they probably have a soul, and that soul probably moves on in death. We don't know what their death is or anything about them either. But like realistically, if their spirits are like weird and funky looking, maybe these demons that people are seeing are actually alien. Yeah, but, I mean, it could it could one hundred percent be the realist, but I don't know. Like it's just a theory that I heard and maybe thought about for a long time.
4: <laughs> I mean, bro. You take a little telescope out in your backyard point it up to the sky and look through it and you know you have those little charts that you have on your phone and stuff and and inside that scope there's what 10 15 galaxies yeah so you mean to tell me and that's in one little tiny round area in this in the massive night sky yeah how do we feel like we're the only intelligent people
1: and our bodies will expire before we get to the edge of our own galaxy correct Fuck does that happen you know like there's got to be something else dude I don't believe when you tell me that there's not, like, I don't even think flat earth is even completely capable of being a funny argument anymore. I just find it to be stupid. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm done here. (laughs) We're going to roll this one back. I don't think it's even possible. What's beyond the beyond?
4: Right. Yeah. Um, In our lifetime, will we ever know? I probably don't.
0: I really hope we get the answer. I don't think... I don't even think in our lifetime or the next 100 years we're even going to be remotely close to even getting onto Mars yet. Like I think any mission that they plan to go to Mars within the next 200 years probably is going to fail. Are
1: they not going back to the moon this this next year, too? Yeah. Yeah, I did see that, yeah. See, the moon's one (laughs) thing because we have already done that. So we
0: should have been doing it the whole time. We would be so much further in space travel if we would have just...
1: Not quit on it. They made it a landing base for the next place to go, and then did the same thing and just kept making that. I name. think that's what they're planning on yeah, doing—is using it, it as problem. like a a port. Well, they probably have the STSG one like fucking teleporter portals now, and they just didn't tell anybody yet.
0: So yeah, they.
1: Most likely, there probably is something like that already. Let's. let's I don't talk. with with the accounts that came out of like. Antarctica, how they have that super collider that basically, like, caused the earthquakes in in, uh, South America. Anything's fucking possible. There's so much evidence that proves that, like, it 100% could definitely be the government that fucking caused that. Because there's no real rhyme or reason why there was an earthquake there. I don't
2: even know
1: anything about that, but I wouldn't put it past that. Just stay tuned. I'll do an episode on it. I'll put it out within the next month. I promise. Because yeah, it, it yeah. Fucking fascinated me where it's like, because <sighs> <sighs> Antarctica itself is a fucking conundrum where it's just like it's a frozen desert. And it's like, nobody lives there. Nobody can hospitably live there. And wherever. it's like, it's the only continent controlled by every single country. That yep. too. And the fact that it's like, is it just fucking like wasteland, like utopia bullshit where it's like, everything's free game, bro. Just like dig a hole, make a base, and you're safe. And, and why do the rich and
0: powerful have property there and are the only people allowed to travel there at free will? Yep. Like, what? what is that?
1: That's what I'm fucking saying, dude. Like, what is that? <laughs> that, that freaking guy. All time. You're looking at let you in my
4: truck this last time. <laughs> Usually I make him ride in the back.
1: Hell yeah. Well, <laughs> you gotta know your place, son.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Good old Maddie.
1: Oh, he's a good boy. Love him. I can't believe how sick he was, and he still managed to come on that showcase. Yeah, oh, shout yeah. Out, yeah shout out out. my for, boy. For sticking it out and still making the show. You can literally just see it when you get in when he got on there. And it's, yeah. Ugh. He's just like half alive. <laughs>
2: nah, he just looks like <laughs> that, bro. That's how he looks all the time.
1: Like, oh yep, yeah, ghosts do that to you, boy. Yeah. Man, that's hilarious, though. So what would you say your favorite piece of equipment to use is? Me? Yeah. Me? Yes, sir. In my body. Just, just you in general? Just you're the tuning I, fork.
4: I would prefer to go into a location and just sit. and you know give me an hour to sit here in the quiet and feel feel the location out. I mean, yeah. yeah. Do I like? Uh, you know, obviously, uh, all the different equipment that we have is outstanding. I hate that creepy ass music box this kid's got. <laughs> well, thought that specifically to creep me out yeah. um, but I mean you know geez I mean give me a voice recorder and, and just let me sit you know yeah. I'm good I'm that's
1: good I'm right now I love voice recorders for real everything else does seem credible when you can get evidence that doesn't make any sense on it and you yeah. can we always say the rule of three too like three different devices have to kind of correlate or three things have to happen and then then we're good to go
4: yes Yeah. If if you're if you're seeing it and feeling it yourself, you see it on a camera, you catch it on a camera, you also catch it on a voice recorder, then that's that's pretty solid. You know, that's pretty solid.
0: 100 percent like man, like I for instance, like the footsteps that we caught catching the same
1: thing on five different cameras, five different devices that none of us heard real time and randy's camera had an audio anomaly to that like audibly sounded through the camera but it picked it up on like the recording itself like but to us audibly while we're standing there it sounded like something went and we all like looked and we're like what the fuck was that it was so it was so weird
2: that's odd
1: like I, I still can't explain it, especially when you get those weird anomalies too, right? Like, you guys ever had any like picture anomalies or like video anomalies where like the video itself, your, your camera like freezes or like flashes yeah. out? Yeah, and it could just be like in the file itself, but like we've had a lot of that. The
2: well, one time we were experiencing um, high E or uh, high Mel on the Mel meter, mm. every time it spiked. The uh, camera audio would would yeah. go static. Just go there shit. there would, like it would be perfectly fine, and then jump to like nine point six, and then and, would, and, and, and like you could still hear the audio, but it'd be like like, like as oh, it was kind of
1: nuts. That's weird. See, that's the type of anomaly I'm talking about, where it's like, what the fuck is that, dude? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. that was
4: that was interesting. <clears throat> those those kinds of people. things always
0: really get me because I think. I think it's in our haunted forest video. I'm like filming and my screen like does this weird thing. It went like black for a second and then it like flicked back on and I'm just like, the fuck was ever what happened. I didn't put my finger in front of it. Like I tried to do it again with my finger and shit and I couldn't, I'm like, I don't know what just happened. Like my screen just went black. Mm-hmm.
2: That's crazy. That's kind of what know. happened. Like, That's what happened to Matt from Hunter Archives when he went to the Pine Barrens with us. We went to the Blue Hole during the day and we were filming. And he goes, Oh, oh, geez, my my camera just died. Oh, geez. Oh, really? And he's like, yeah, so we didn't even think anything of it because we've been filming all day. And we go to the Blue Hole, do our thing, you know, yada, yada. And we're walking back. And when we're walking back, his camera turns back on. He's like, what? I'm like,
4: But it's weird Didn't want to be on where in that blue hole But it was okay Everywhere else Yeah Yeah. Those kind of things Always creep me out
0: too Uh, In our tattoo shop video You'll see this Next Friday We had a Spirit box Or S box Fully charged Just died on us Yep No idea how Just died Just turned off Dead completely It went from Three bars To one To dead In like two seconds. Well that's use our other one.
2: Yeah, it was
1: weird as hell.
2: That's what's happened. Like like um we were just at Penthurst. Um we were there from 7 p.m. to three a.m. Right? We probably went through the we have batteries that last, they say about two to three hours. They last way longer than that. The entire time the entire eight hours we were there or whatever, um, we only had to switch batteries out once. <laughs> I mean, for my camera only once, which is nuts. We went to Saks Bridge, that video where Aiden got negatively affected. Yeah, We went through in like the three or four hours we were there, oh. we went through five batteries. Yeah. Both oh, yeah, so camera batteries. How does batteries- one night it yeah.
0: w- not need to be charged and then another night it constantly needs to be charged?
2: Yeah, same it, batteries
4: it was the same thing it's not like we used different ones or new ones they were the same ones and the same thing happened to me i, I went through both my both my IR camera batteries at, at Saxbridge that night I, I went through two batteries in my uh, full spectrum and my voice recorder that geez they last two three years i went through two sets of batteries yeah and that's in that same three hour span <laughs> like what um, how's that happen?
1: It's it gotta, how does the
3: energy just get drawn out
1: like that? It's got to be electrical, like, um, what do you call it? Like, manipulation of like how the spirits manifest. It has to, be. Yeah, I
0: think. I, see, I think when they like imprint their voice or whatever it is, or use the energy to project their voice out, like, they're using the battery from the actual device and it gets like supercharged through it really quick and then that's why like a power source. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, it hits the... They're going, like, through the battery into the device, and then it gets captured, and then the battery loses power because of that. It would make sense. Yeah.
4: Yeah, no, I mean, it's a power source, right? And if mm, they, yeah. if they how to use use that power source to, to get energy for themselves to, you know, leave a voice or or affect somebody... I mean, that night, Aaron and, and, and Aiden both were really badly affected to the point where I had to take Aaron out um, my youngest son. And um, that place, I mean, I, I think Aaron's a little empathic. I think, you know, he, he gets, he gets affected at Saxbridge every time we go there. I mean, huh. it, and it's, it's, I had said something to him cause it, I, we'd been there twice with him and both times he had been affected. And I said something to Sean I said, last time I said, just watch your brother. I said because he feels he feels this. I mean, he's feeling it, and um, you know, he. We, I had to take him outside. Yeah, you know that was that was crazy. And then you know, Aiden, Aiden, then saying, geez, I just wanted to s- kick his head in," you know, like that's not Aiden,
1: right? You know? Yeah, oh, no, not he, at that's all. That's not
4: him at all, you know. But we had we had a terrifying encounter there. He was about. Oh, well, the first time we ever went ghost hunting, he ever went ghost hunting, was at Saks Bridge. Yep. And he was 12. And they weren't going to let him go. And I said, look, he'll be fine. You know, I said, and we all drove there separately. I said, look, if, if he's freaked out after 15 minutes, we leave. You know, I said, I'm not going to ask for my money back. But, you know, I think he'll be good. So they loaded him up with gadgets. We went out there and and he had some, he was fully dressed as a Union soldier on a Confederate bridge. You know, so uh,
1: <laughs> really going for it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but we had, you know, dowsing rod interaction that was really, really strong. Um, we had all sorts of voice recorders and he was, he was cold from the waist down, like a 40 degree difference from his chest to his knees, Crazy, you know, 80 to 40 degrees, you know, in July. Yeah. In July, like- in July. But then you got to remember the Saks Bridge was four feet lower back in those days because they had to rebuild it up so because of the because of the uh because of the uh flood that took the bridge out and they reconstructed it so they moved it up higher so it wouldn't get flooded out right. and uh so we we figured well geez you know if he's feeling from below his knees you know well that's where they would have been that's where the spirits would have been and that's when they always say that there's a lot of light anomalies under the bridge yeah where the where the old platform used to be you know crazy. Oh. so uh but we saw all sorts of great th- stuff that night. So we decided, boy, we're going to go back the next year and do it again. Right. So we had been in town and there was another tour guide who saw these shadow, shadow figures. Right. So he takes us out and he's like, okay, we're going to go to the, the suicide bridge. So, okay. So we drive out there, we pull up to the suicide bridge. And there's these three teenagers sitting on the bridge, hanging out. Well, when they saw us, they all, they got, you know, eyes got this big and they took off into the woods. <laughs> so i like, huh. Well, what's this about? Well, the next thing you know, we start hearing all this knocking from the woods in the same direction that they ran. Yeah. So I immediately call bullshit on it, you know, and we went to a couple different places and we never we saw or felt anything. And he kept saying, he said, we were in this train car. He kept saying, Oh, look at the shadow people. They're going back and forth between the seats. And he looks at me and he's like, dad, I don't see anything. I'm like, well, that's okay. Cause I don't either, you know, but he was just trying to sell it so hard and nothing was going on. Right. So, we left this thing, we went, we got gas for the car cause we were, we'd driven around quite a bit that night. And I said, it was like two o'clock in the morning. I said, look, let's go to Sachs Bridge. That's that's our old stop the grounds. Let's go back there. So two o'clock in the morning, there's nobody there. Just the two of us. So we sit on the bridge abutment and I introduce myself. I said, my name's Dave, this is Sean. And then we get two different voices in unison kind of go, hi, Sean, hi, Sean. You know, boom, boom, right right in a row. Really, you know, we didn't hear him at the time. And within about five minutes, we were, we were leaving that facility, that place. Um, Yeah. (laughs) We just had this overwhelming negative feeling that it felt like there were 30, 40 people, maybe a hundred people surrounding us, getting up into us and they wanted to harm us. And there I am with a 13 year old kid, you know, and he's freaking out. I'm kind of freaking out. So I'm like, Hey, let's just go. So we just casually went to the car. We took a bunch of pictures that night. And so first thing we did was plug the, the voice recorder into the speakers of the truck. When we drove back to the campground, we heard the hi, Sean, hi, Sean. And both of us were like, oh my God, you know, it was nuts. And he's like, oh, I don't like this. And uh, then we sat down on the, we downloaded the pictures onto my, my uh, laptop and uh, we're looking through them, you know, zooms way in frame by frame. And all there's like a stone wall at the bottom, you know, and then just trees. And you could just see faces. And they look like you know the caps and the beards and gaunt, drawn-out faces. In they just, just like two rows of them. And uh, he's looking at me. Yeah. I looked at him. We closed the we closed the screen and went to bed. Like and not. We, t- on the, we both slept on the couch that night.
1: <laughs> I've done that. I've literally done the same thing. I was flipping through my phone one night after an investigation. I saw a couple pictures that were like very suspect, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna watch that tomorrow." Like we're, yeah. We're, uh, that's tomorrow's work not tonight <clears throat> doing that tonight
4: yeah we didn't need to we didn't need to get into that that night
0: nope sometimes I, actually, I feel like when when you're like uh reviewing evidence the same night yeah. that you caught it you're like almost inviting it back in like <laughs>
3: yeah it's just like I, you're not
0: you're leaving the case wide open you know you're not closing yeah. it like okay we'll open we'll that open another time we're yeah. just leaving it wide open there's like all right I'm, yeah I'm, I'm still I, here think, actually you know. You Caught me here, so I'm just gonna yeah. meander my way through this this gateway.
4: Yeah, it, it felt really screwed up. And and now I've been there, I mean, I, I do a lot of work down in DC and I, I travel all over the place. And uh several nights oh, I've driven back from DC late, you know, and, and got to Gettysburg at you know one, two o'clock in the morning, something like that. And I've gone out there and sat on that bridge in the middle of the night by myself for two, three hours and and never felt Never felt any negativity. Never felt anything but just serenity. Yeah. Except for that one night, and then again last year when we went, and we everybody was getting negatively affected down in the woods below the bridge. I so didn't even feel done. like threatened
2: like that, but it definitely was like because I feel like because we were all together. Um, yeah. But Aiden, Aiden got he got messed up, man, and, and Aaron.
4: Yeah, I mean I never felt I never felt like bugged out or freaked out by it it was more interesting like what's going on with these guys you know and right. uh, like why is this happening why is all of our equipment dying but you know I mean it wasn't it wasn't like that night when we were there by ourselves at the bridge when when it, it went sideways on us but it was very very strange you know and, and to have people negatively impacted like that you know that's that's not in character for that place you know that doesn't usually happen at least not to us.
1: I was like always a big person that didn't believe in being affected like that. And it basically happened to me a couple of times. And I was like, this is really odd. You know, like there's no reason for me to be acting like a complete jackass. And I don't normally do this. Like the investigation that I always refer to is our Nunica one that we lost all of our footage to, but like whole whole night, I don't ever talk like this. I was just like, you guys are fucking pussies. Like you're not gonna do anything. Like it's literally quiet. You guys are fucking pussies. Never do that shit. I don't ever do that shit. Don't know why I was. Yeah. yeah. Who
3: knows? Who knows what is
1: that? That? Yeah, like I it's it was so out of character for me. He even pointed it out and he was like, What's wrong? I was I like did too. Like, I'm fine. Like I feel I feel completely fine. I'm happy actually. Like I'm excited to be here. It's like you sure don't fucking seem like it. it was, yeah, it was almost like one of those moments where he was being so aggravated
0: that it was aggravating me cuz it was like I was like dude like what are you doing? Like this is not the vibe right now. Like this no. is not where we're at tonight. Like we're not calling these dead people freaking <laughs> pussies and yeah.
1: like just demeaning them and belittling them yeah. like that's not never done that since either and it's like I, I don't know what that was. It's just it didn't feel like it was me. Like, I felt like I was acting normal, but I wasn't.
3: Right. right. Now,
4: there's been a couple of times that we've been out and, and, you know, he's said a few things. I'm looking at him like I'm going to have to pull him aside and maybe get him outside. And then and he kind of gets snaps out of it. But like, he's he's challenged some ghosts already, you know, in the yeah, spirit. It's similar to what you're saying. Plus, yeah. you know, I don't believe in you, this that, and the other thing. And he's not really like that, you know? And uh, it, no, I get that.
1: And like, if if I have a spirit that like challenges me or like says something kind of off the wall too, it's like, oh, then I'll chirp back. Like, I'm not just gonna yeah, like a yeah. spirit walk on me like a goddamn doormat.
0: Fuck that shit. Yeah. And we're also not the kind of people that if the spirit tells us to run, that we're gonna scream and run. Like, we're gonna be like, why?
4: Yeah, why, why should I
0: run? What, exactly. what am I running from? For I one, know. I don't like to run, so <laughs> let's, let's be honest there. I, I'm not a runner. I've never
1: claimed to be a runner. I eat so much fucking candy, it's unreal. There's no <laughs> I'm running. 55
4: years old, I, I'm 55 years old, I can't run anymore.
1: <laughs> For
4: one, if
0: I run in the dark, I'm definitely oh, the kind of person that's going headfirst into a tree, a
1: wall, a door, a window. I like trip over every 100%. head, spell. Every headstone. And it's not on accident, it's not on purpose, it just is, its I have magnets in my fucking shins that are literally <laughs> I swear. That's crazy. But every single time we investigate, anywhere, I'm always like, I gotta get the shot, smack! Oh, fuck! <laughs> sorry, sorry! And then you feel obligated to like make, make the dead person that might not even be there. <laughs> like yeah. feel better about kicking a stone like <laughs> <laughs> it's just at
4: like, it. that point
1: it's like how how do you feel about cemetery investigations like do you think that they they usually churn up some good evidence or do you think it's just so hard to like figure out what the fuck is going on there that sometimes it gets lost in translation
4: I, I don't know I've, I've been to a couple of them Especially very early on, I was with somebody who had a spirit box, and we went to this, this cemetery. is called Zion Stone Church, right? Pretty, you know. That's not just that's not something you're going to hear on the radio, right? Zion Stone yeah, Church,
1: definitely not.
4: So we were by this one. They said, "Oh, we get to buy this one tombstone here." We always get good evidence, you know. And I'd never met these guys from anybody; I didn't know them. Haven't met them since. Um, and we were sitting there asking questions and things like that, and we were taking pictures and getting orbs all over the place and things like that and you know whether orbs are what they are you know that that's another debate um but next thing you know he said like, do you know and then we started answering our questions and he said do you know where you are and it said "Zion Stone cemetery
1: how the fuck <laughs>
4: Plane, and, and it was the same man's voice yeah beautifully i mean there's no question about what, what it said it was just like what the fuck <laughs> that was nuts
1: it's stuff like that, too, where it's like people might think that those are hack boxes and that they don't work correctly and that right, they right. manipulate them and shit like that. But realistically, yeah. What are the odds that it says exactly where you are on command and the fact that it's like that's a wild name? <laughs> like yeah, I mean, not, You know, you know Saint
4: you know, John's Church or something like that. I mean, that's kind of normal.
1: Yeah, a little easier to like say maybe the radio did it, but I still am like calling kind of bullshit on that.
4: Yeah, exactly
1: exactly right. but like, when
4: you hear zion stone cemetery i mean that's just that was like we looked at each other like holy shit
1: Yep. you know hundred. and then there's a
4: couple of them that are local here that we that you can go to and there's one headstone in particular that i can walk right up to and every time i've ever been there it's just loaded with light, just orb or or i mean just like to the point where you almost can't see a stone
1: that's and weird. Then you take
4: a picture of the one next to it and there's nothing and on the other side, there's nothing. And you come back to it, take a picture, boom, it's there again.
1: Yeah, like, where's the dust storm? Where's the why, bug storm? Why is it yeah. not
4: there or here, five feet away?
1: See, it, it, one thing that I like to do,
0: too, if we're, like, trying to scout out cemeteries for investigation videos, like, what we'll do is we'll look into a cemetery and try to find a person that's interesting. But it almost never what fails that you go into a cemetery and you find a grave that has something left behind by somebody as an offering or a present or
1: whatever. That that is the spot where the hottest activity is almost always. Always. Yeah. Pretty literally almost every single time we've done it. Yeah. That's
0: that's how you can find like your most active areas. Just a little paranormal tip there because most of the time it's left behind by other paranormal investigators because you know, they're, leaving something for a little kid or a spirit that really liked that one thing or whatever it may be. At least it seems like it. Like Nunica for example, (laughs) we overlooked this grave for a long time. We have to go back to try to figure out more about it. But we found this grave and it has Hot Wheels. The entire grave has Hot Wheels all the way around it. Oh wow! We have caught a couple voices there, but we haven't got the full answer of like was it a little kid that liked hot wheels or someone that liked cars or you know the true meaning behind why it's so specifically like hot wheels
1: left there that's right. crazy that nunica itself is is a wild cemetery cuz it used to be a lot less urbanized around it so it was a lot less noise pollution a lot less light pollution but like we've investigated it probably five times now it yeah. seems like and like we've caught like bangs like on the ground that sounded like somebody dropped a whole body out of a tree <laughs> <laughs> or like you know like some evps that we've captured like like there are some unexplainable ones a banshee a- ban-
0: scream a- literally yeah. heard yeah. a banshee
1: ban- scream there once didn't make was- any sense on where that came absolutely from absolutely insane yeah. and like that's crazy realistically too like the woods that are surrounding it now are maybe like a hundred feet thick maybe a couple hundred feet thick because the highways on the one side, there's a car dealership on the other side. And then the other side is being cultivated for something else right now. So it's like, who's hiding in there? Yeah. People in the cemetery. Right. Yeah. There's no, no house anywhere nearby. So it's like, it's just weird occurrences like that, that continue to happen there too. And I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I had my wallet stolen from that cemetery straight out of my pocket.
4: Come
1: on! I still fucking don't know.
4: That's crazy.
1: Yeah, so it's it's just those little things like that, and we, like our bread and butter is cemeteries. It feels like at this point,
0: I love cemetery investigating because it's usually you get to find a story that nobody knows about. They get to tell. Like I think that's so fascinating. Like. Our haunted indian burial grounds video like one we meant to focus on one particular spirit and we got no interaction from it at all but at least we got to tell his history and get his story out there but mildred which is the name that's in the trailer you saw when this episode started we have now encountered her for a second time since we encountered her for the first time
1: at that cemetery at
0: at that cemetery
1: and it's like, I don't understand that one because realistically, when it happened, like we got the name first on the spirit talker while we were standing in front of her grave that said Mildred on it. And we were both like, oh, my God, like, that's incredible. And then we started the, the spirit box session that we were doing. And then we caught like it. It literally was like a little girl was telling us that, like, her birthday was coming up. She wanted sweets like it all matched like true to form what was happening for real. We weren't necessarily
0: standing in front of her grave but we were walking towards yeah. it.
1: it was, yeah. Like within like We didn't know.
0: <laughs> we had no idea and then we just walked up on this grave and it said Mildred and this was probably two like you know 2 minutes later. So we were essentially in front of her grave within 20 yards. Yeah. I mean I and, then, and
1: then and then
0: we found out there was another grave. There was actually two Mildred graves within like 15 feet of each other, Mm -hmm. which is kind of wild that that's the name that pops up and there's two of them.
4: Yep. Wow. So which one is it, right?
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. We think we know which one it is, but Mm -hmm. it also doesn't make sense because she would have been two years old, so she wouldn't have actually been able to most likely
1: audibly talk to anyone. Unless we don't know how the afterlife works and if spirits age or not. I have no idea. Right. Right. But the other one was much older, like lived an
0: entire life. So mm-hmm. it's just weird because Mildred also had a twin brother. They both died at the same time. Well, I don't know, if, gosh, I will have to retouch my history on this. I don't know if it was the same time or if he was an infant in death, but they were born the same day. I know they were twins. Interesting. And he has no name. So he has like the no history. So it's kind of
1: weird for that cemetery because it's so old. Yeah. Ryan. Yeah. The area that we live in and surrounding areas didn't keep very great records. I don't think people really cared too much. On yeah. Family. There's the, you know, fires, shit, yeah. like, there, the, like records get burnt and lost forever. It was a big logging, like, community town for a long time. Gotcha. But like, fuck,
4: people burned everything. <laughs> That, that that's a real thing with old records. I mean, it's some places are very well maintained, and in other places, everything's just gone.
0: You know? Yeah, I mean, when your records come down to this newspaper on this day said this, like, <laughs> how accurate is that? Even was that just someone writing a story to try and get into the newspaper? Yeah, who knows, right? Or, or was the was it a legit newspaper, or someone just had textiles at their, you know at their disposal and was making their own paper? <laughs>
3: Yeah,
0: because people were doing that
1: too.
2: Absolutely.
1: Believe that. Crazy. So, where would you go, Dave, if you had one location that you could go to that was like the 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 goat, the the unicorn, the one that would get them all? Like, and you had every access to anywhere you could go, like anywhere in the world, too.
4: I'd like to go to Edinburgh, Scotland, and that that whole town is just crazy and, right. and i would love to be that's yeah there's catacombs that are under that bridge and you know i mean yeah. there's, there's castles i mean I, any any old castle like in england or scotland or oh yeah i oh my god that'd be for me i'd love to try
1: I, that the, the, the europeans definitely did it right with how they preserved and just like all right free game guys just don't destroy it and be dickheads, and you Mm -hmm. can. Oh, and there's
0: cemeteries out there
1: are like the crazy creep factor. Yeah, like the fogs roll in through the moor. Yeah, (laughs) walk through there.
4: Yeah, about two years ago, I was over in I was over in England, and I was up in Manchester, and then uh, it was a weekend. The guys we we came back to um, Oxford area, and uh, they they put me up in this old castle. And, uh, I was in like a carriage house. I wasn't in the main castle portion oh, yeah. of it, but yeah, I had access to the grounds the whole night, you know, so I had my voice recorder. Well, the, the Saturday we got up in the morning and I took the bus into Oxford. I met one of the guys from work and we, 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 we hit all the pubs, you know, had a good time. And, uh, by the time, by the time the, the, uh, bus dropped me back off, you know, it's 11 o'clock at night. And, uh, and, uh well, to get back to the castle, it was like a mile, mile and a half back this creepy ass old road. And of course, there's a cemetery, right? Right on the edge of the road, <laughs> the road going back. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was one of those things. It was it was really, really creepy as no, no noise, really, really super dark. And yeah, I, 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 I tailed it back. <laughs> I'm blaming you. Yeah. yeah, it was creepy as hell, especially by yourself, you know, in some place you've never been, you know, by uh, it was it's creepy. And like
1: the pucker factor goes up too, because you're like, I'm in a location that's thousands of miles away from where I usually reside. Yep. I don't have any like safety nets here. Everything is out the fucking window. So if something does go wrong and if it's something that I can't control going wrong, we're fucking done here, dude.
4: Yeah. Plus it's thousands of years of history. You Mm -hmm. know I mean? What, what went down in those thousands of years? You know I mean? That's crazy.
0: Dude, that's what so I always come back to. It's like, especially when I think about like paranormal hunting in the UK, like there's so much shit that happened over the course of history that has to have paranormal residuals left over and intelligent like spirits left over. Like, like you said, like all of those castles, all of the old homesteads, all of the old towns that might be forgotten
1: about, like, Look at how they divided up land back then. It's so so different. And it was like, well, if you kill him, you can just take it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is the wild west of fucked up.
4: That's right. Yeah, no. they did
1: some crazy back,
0: back then. You're just like, well, you know what? I really like that farm that's over there on the the east side There's of that hill. So I'm going to go murder him and his family today and take it.
4: Yeah. And nobody's gonna nobody's gonna say shit about it. And,
0: yeah, and nope. nobody's yeah.
4: goddamn fucking thing. Not a, not a thing. All right.
0: Like I should have won the sword fight. Should have been better with a sword. Mm-hmm. Better swordsman.
4: And no, no, you. Exactly <laughs> right.
1: I think honestly, that sounds like one of the most brutal ways to die is getting sliced. <laughs> like like especially with like a sword or a knife. Like that sounds absolutely god awful. Like I'm sorry, no. Yeah, because yeah. it's not
0: going clean like through you. It's gonna stop. Like. It's like
1: it, it wouldn't be pleasant no <laughs> hell no that's why i always wonder too like if we're seeing these spirits that are intelligent sometimes too like i wonder if it's because they had like unfinished unfinished business here or like some type of a regret that holds them here that makes them not want to move on to whatever existence is afterwards or whatever it is or like what what ties people to the spiritual realm? Well, it's maybe it's the near-death experiences that we experience that's that show us more of the veil. or like if you flip that too like what if somebody that like just realistically had more like mental fortitude than most and experienced a lot more traumatic events or like a lot more I guess spiritual events is another good way of saying it. Like that's how we're getting these intelligent responses from people. Cause not every you know, it doesn't seem like every time you go talk to a spirit, like, oh, that's my grandma. You know, it's like if if every spirit could talk, like, wouldn't every relative of your relative like come talk to you too every day? Right. right. It's like I don't know. It always it always loomed over my head where it's like, I wonder what the reason is we talk to yeah. we do, when we do and why.
0: also why why do people have Paranormal experiences when they're looking for them and don't have them when they are, but sometimes it's the we reverse. Do we don't, but like we just don't pay
4: enough attention to that shit. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there's a lot to that. I yeah. think when you're looking for it, you know, you, you, maybe even maybe even you start to see things that aren't really there. But you know, during the daytime, you're going about your business. There could be things moving all over the place and in the house, and you're just not paying attention to it because you, you know you're. You're on the computer, you're running the vacuum cleaner, you're doing okay. something else, and you're just not focusing on it. But boy, when you really are, yeah. it's when everything yeah. comes around, comes alive, and it's like. Yeah. But then again, too, how many times have you gone to a place and just absolutely nothing? You know, so. True. yeah there's been quite a few nights like that. So there, there's there's that too, you know, and you know we we take we take different people with us occasionally. Like my my nephew went with us for the first time, and we both got in, Im, impacted at Hillview. Manor. Is, yeah. We both got affected at the one nurse's station. Like, like we both got real dizzy. Like, we were both falling over. Like, we yeah. literally had to hold you on to had
0: that. You had, had that same thing happen to you at Old Lincoln County Jail. Walked into a room and it's like... Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah vertigo. Like, a yeah, sense I, of vertigo I, almost.
4: I start, like, I'm like about falling over. I look next to me and he's like, I can't stand up. And it's like, we both were holding on to the... And, yep. you know... He, yeah, we, he, was just, he was just over for Christmas, and he said, yeah. He said, a little girl followed him home. He's seen That's a little girl, like, three times at his house now.
1: That's pretty crazy.
4: Yeah. Like, a little Victorian dress, you know, the whole nine yards. a cute little girl. I'm like, well, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> do do? Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we do our little thing at the end, you know, to tell them to stay and whatnot, and they still – something followed him.
0: I, we kind of talked about this last night, too, that, like, sometimes – Even if you don't mean to, you make like some type of connection with this spirit. You make it it here. I almost think sometimes it's like you make it feel human and you make it like feel something again. That's why it doesn't want to leave you because it's hoping that like it can experience that again. Or maybe I've also wondered this too. to like do spirits think that like we're an angel or like we're a god or something like that, too? That's I you know what I mean. I like, why wouldn't it? they follow you? If, cause, like, you think about it, a lot of the spirits that we're talking to are from like the 1800s, or like yeah. most of us are looking to talk to, you know, people that have been dead for an extended period of time. We're not looking for yeah. someone that died recently out of respect to the individual. But that's true. Yeah. Like, a lot of these people were super religious and like, yeah. uh, the, the belief in the paranormal back then was way deeper than it is now, even. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. think Whalem's Salem witch trials and all of that. Like yeah. and, uh, you're right, yeah. There was so such a deep belief in the paranormal back then that like they most likely think that they are ghosts, but then what do they think you are? Right. Do they think you're human? You have all this weird technology that has all this energy harvested in it. What, what are they seeing it as? What do they think it is? Like, what do they think we are? All of that.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I mean, you, you, watch are watching shows of the, the ancient aliens and stuff like that. And they, they thought they were gods, right? Uh, you know, fire, fire, breathing chariots and whatnot. Well, they were UFOs, right? I mean, if you, if you buy into it, um, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, the folklore is what it is. I mean, you know, they had they had their folklore, and and you're right, they were they were very devout, they were very religious, and they maybe would see it as you know an angel coming to maybe take them away, and and especially if you know, like when I go into an area, especially when I know there's children or you know elderly people, like it's an old folks home or something like that. And I talk to them like they're they're my grandparents. I talk to the kids like they're my children, and uh, you know, I don't I don't ever you know get. You know rowdy or anything with them and uh you know i bring toys yeah everybody does this you, know, you bring toys you play we sit on the ground, you play with them you know did, did they make an attachment to my ne- to my nephew It thought he, maybe he looked like their father or grandfather or something like that and hey that's that he came to get me i'm going home
1: right that's a good that's an interesting theory it really and is too is like what if it's like the time travel thing where it's like we're time slipping we're like they're seeing us in the future and we're seeing them in the past so, like, we're both, like, immediately both, like, fuck! Like, what the fuck is that? Yep. And, like, same reaction, you know? And it's, like, we just see that, like, and it's gone. And it, yeah. it was the bleeding thing. And it's, like, well, I don't think that's too far out of the question. Because, like, I, who knows? Because it is really weird. That's really good. And I think,
0: yeah, sometimes they, it'll be like that, because, like, you know, a lot of times when people see, like, a kid's spirit or something, they say it's, like, peeking behind something. So yeah. like, of course a child would do that. You're a, a human, adult human, most of the time. you right? know. That is where they are. So you're a stranger to them, trying to talk to them and communicate with them. They're probably going to be a little timid around they're you. They're little... like, I don't know if I want you to see me. Oh, crap, you saw me. Or it thinks it's playing and it's like, I'm playing high and go seek. You can't see me behind this door. But then that that glimpse happens and you do yeah. see them. And then they're like, oh, my God, they can see me.
4: Yeah, yeah, or, or oh no, they 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 said they're, they're playing hide and seek, right? Oh, they found me, geez, you know, and then they they quit they quit going hide again, right? So uh, no, I think that's a very real, that's a very real possibility.
1: I think it's I think so it fun, be- to, like cook up like the theory ideas because there's oh, some love. I love ghosts, paranormal know, theory. It's if- the greatest thing ever. <laughs> what if a like, black dark matter? Right, how the Earth is surrounded by so vast amounts of dark matter? Well what if when it's passing through the earth because we don't know how it really like actually operates for real that it's so dense that it causes these energy blips that hit the earth and it's like that's where we're getting these paranormal like happenings where it's like the energy transfer through the earth or like maybe it's like the sun is like doing it's like sunbeam bullshit where it's like supercharging certain pockets because like to me having it to be so sporadic and random all the time is very interesting where it's like what it. What's the correlation here between having, like, super active locations where like sad stuff happened or happy stuff happened? What's the correlation between like what is charging these places and like, you know, like time of year, time of day, like all of it has to factor into it at least scientifically for me.
4: Well, yeah, and then you, you've got the whole thing with you know the the type of uh, strata that's under the ground. Is there a lot of quartz? Is there is there a lot of moving water, underground springs? And mm-hmm. this just this just came into play at, at Pennhurst. Um, we were talking about, well, which building do you want to get locked in by yourself, you know, at night? Cause we always right. do that. Your choice. And and he's like, ah, I don't know. And I'm like, I think I'd want to go to the Devon building. I, I've never had a really bad experience there. I've never had anything really intense there. I've had some cool stuff happen there, but never anything that was like super, super creepy. And he's like, I was gonna say Devon too, you know? So uh we go into Devon and uh I'm not gonna give too much away, but it was pouring down rain. I mean, buckets and buckets of rain. Elements play a factor. I went down into the basement because I was looking for. It. We all got we all got you know separated from one another. I didn't know where anybody was, so I went down to the basement. I'm walking around the basement. There's standing water on the ground. Water is just pouring through the walls. Shit, pouring in everywhere. We had so much stuff go on in that building that night. It was so off the hook. As compared to all the other three three buildings we went in, that building was so crazy. And then we got home and I, I came to him the next day and I said, You know, think about it. We were the, we were in the upstairs, and there's parts of the block wall were were broken out. Yeah. And the water was just pouring. It was a corner of the building. The water was just pouring down that, that that void in the block. And I said, Think of all the water that was moving around that building that night. Yep. I mean and if yeah, paranormal energy, energy is, is carried by water, mm-hmm. what better conduit? The whole building was on fire.
0: Yeah, that's- we've always had crazier paranormal experiences when it storms. Like for instance, our craziest night ever by far, like for an outdoor investigation, was at heat- Mouse Cemetery during a heat lightning storm. So it was thunder and lightning outside, mm-hmm. but it was rain. not raining or windy. It was just lightning.
4: It so was lightning. One, one of the craziest
0: experiences. I've never yeah. experienced heat lightning like that before. Probably, it was probably like one of those once in a, once a in a lifetime like weather scenarios. That's crazy. But we, for one, we caught our infamous like shadow figure and the Victorian and the Victorian uh, lady in a dress. So we caught two full body apparitions that night. And on top of that, one of the craziest milligauss readings I've ever seen in my life. It was like 30,000 or something crazy oh, like oh, that. It was, it was like 400 or
1: 500 or something nuts where it's like – it was, there like, was a lot of – there
0: was there way was too many zeros. I can tell you
1: that much. Yeah, like wow. I broke for a minute, but it was accurate. It just it picked up a super huge spike, and I was like, that doesn't make sense. We're in the middle of the woods. That's so crazy. It was like the middle of the woods,
4: right. I mean, what's out there?
1: Yeah, nothing. There's no power lines. It is. It's not even like a well-kept cemetery either. So no. Yeah, there's ferns like up to your freaking your nips. In the summer
0: like up to your nips, and like <laughs> oh, yeah. you can't even see half the graves because it's so overgrown. It's what? gotten better in the last few years. People go and take care of it now, but
1: yeah, it's so renowned for being haunted that people are like we gotta go check it out now. And then people walk through it and cause footpaths, and the footpaths yeah. just you to get bigger. <laughs> But that's like same with the old Lincoln County jail. It was pouring that night. We caught that door moving. We had activity almost right off the rip, literally five seconds in that bitch. And then the whole night had we known to investigate better, because we weren't very great at it yet. We're super green. We were super so really yeah, like we didn't even know. We were sitting in rooms with just cameras facing each other, not saying a thing and not doing anything. It's like that's not, we're not investigating right now. We're sitting there. You're
4: <laughs> sitting there scared to death.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. I had the hood up and I was like, this is scary. Dude. Like, yeah, here, he's up here. Like, are you serious?
4: Heck, sometimes even now you're in a place It's like, oh, shit, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, like when, when we separate from each other sometimes and like yep. we have to go find each other and like if he says something and I don't say anything, we walk around the corner and it's like, I didn't think you were walking that fast. Like you fucking scared me, dude. I didn't
3: want to scare you <laughs> by
4: yelling.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess the, like the infamous story for us was that after Walton, he left me in a closet, basically in the Estes method, just left me for like half an hour. Yep. And then I was like getting literally nothing because nobody was asking questions. I wasn't asking questions. I was just sitting there trying to-, to static for fucking half an hour, and then I, <laughs> I take everything off and I'm like, where the fuck is he? He's not in the room. Like. <laughs> I'm checking all of the rooms in the house. I'm checking the whole floor. I'm like, where the fuck is he? And then I hear footsteps coming up the stairs. I'm like, Trevor, is that you? But the mansion's so big that he couldn't hear me. Nope. And I'm like, who the fuck's coming up the stairs right now? And I start walking down this hallway. It's pitch black. And I see a shadow. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I see a light. And I'm like, oh, my God, Trevor. You
3: just scared the fuck out <laughs> dude, of
1: me, <you." laughs> yeah, dude. I had no idea he's doing anything either. It was super funny, too. Because like I was just like, I got to sneak back up here. And not let him know that I wasn't up here. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I,
0: <laughs> I guess those is like the only person that ever see me actually get scared before at the poorhouse. I was live on TikTok, and they were the only ones watching. And I walk into the room that we ended up catching those footsteps in, nope. and I was like, as soon as I walked in, it was one of those feelings. I was like, I'm not alone. Like there's there's somebody else in here. And I go, if there's someone in here, can you make a noise or do something for me? And the same exact wood plank of the wood floor Crate. I was standing on creaked. And I felt oh. the vibration in the, in the plank. And I said, nope, nope. I'm, I'm uh, going to go find everyone else. It was the only time I've ever like, super chickened out. And I was just like, nope. <laughs>
1: That's imposing though. Like it almost like was like, hey bro, back the fuck up right now.
0: I'm looking, I'm looking at where the plank goes and there's and where the vibration came from. There's nobody there. There's nothing. There isn't a mouse on the fucking thing. Like there's nothing there. It's just a window in front of me. And I'm just like, Yeah, no,
1: no. No." That's the same room that we had disembodied footsteps. We had disembodied sounds, it seemed like a REM pod hit, the plastic got moved, like it's also where the
0: Tornado ripped
1: the roof off, like, and then we also caught like a different voice after the footsteps ran away from us, where it was saying my name in like a demonic sound, and it was like, "Oh, what's happening?
4: What what is this? That's nuts."
1: Yeah, it had me pooping my pants. Hell
4: no, that's a real thing.
1: Investigations. Do you guys think that you have actually been like legitimately scared?
2: Well, that Saxbridge one, obviously.
1: Yeah. yeah, that one's that. I thought that one was pretty obvious, too.
2: <laughs> it's very obvious. Um, For me, I was, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I'm a, I'm a puss, so I get scared, like, on all. I don't get scared with the lights. If you throw me in the middle of a building all alone and I have a spotlight on, I'm not that's- gonna be that freaked out. But, like, I try and push my limits yeah, so I yeah. go full night vision.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, that's.
2: Dude, it is it sucks. I was super scared at the McCurdy schoolhouse when I heard those footsteps after that, like approach me. I mean we talked about that. Dude, I that, I was freaked out so bad. Um those are the only notable ones that come to my head, but right. I I mean every investigation when I'm in pure night vision, I try and uh you can tell when I'm nervous. I like to talk a lot. <laughs> just, I'm just—I'm not oh, stop talking about random gibberish, trying to find common ground with the spirit to talk about. Oh yeah. But I'm—I'm uh, <laughs> I'm freaked out on almost all investigations. If you ever see me alone in night vision, just know I'm freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: That's why legit. That tells me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'd be like, dude, stop fucking talking. <laughs>
0: Like the last, oh, that, if you, you you talk so much, I can't hear anything.
4: Yeah, that happens. <laughs> I'm, trying four, to, I'm trying to hear everything but your voice right now, bro. Like. Yeah, the last three or four, we've we've really done the at least an hour, some an hour and a half, you know, by ourselves, nothing but nothing but night vision, and um, yeah, I mean, I I got to say, I was in Hillview, I was in the basement by myself in the boiler room by myself where where a gentleman passed away and, uh, I was hearing all sorts of like, you know, scuffling of feet and things like that, you know, steps and everything down there. And I was by myself and I was, I was in there for about 40 minutes. And I, I will say that, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't run out of the place, but, uh, I didn't waste any time leaving it. <laughs> it was a little, it was a little unnerving. And, and, and that White Hill mansion was, was creepy as hell. I mean, that, I mean, I I was down the basement on that. I got I drew the basement on that one, and and it was um, yeah. There's one spot I just didn't even go to. I just I I think
0: that's gonna be my goal for this next year is finding a place that actually legitimately (laughs) like scares you, scares me to the core, to where I have to like run out of the house. Like I I want to experience that for some reason. Maybe I'm sick and twisted in the head. I want to. flying
1: situation. I want it. Like, like I crave it. Where it's, like where the brick just defies gravity and goes flying room. Yeah. Like I want that feeling where it's like, "Oh my god, like what am I going to do? Am I going to fall over? Am I going to like pigmy goat?" Like I right. going-
4: I'm just I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty set
1: on a water bottle falling off a counter. That's good enough for me. That was pretty fucking crazy, dude.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I I've not ever been to, in a situation where I felt like I had to run the hell out of there, but um I can see it happening, you know. I mean, I've been some creepy places, and I, it's a matter of time. I mean, you do it as much as you do it, and it's got something's gonna, something's gonna, you're gonna catch it on the wrong night, and you're gonna get scared.
1: Right? It's yeah. Well, you catch a person on a bad day, and it's like you you get popped in the face, dude. Like exactly the exact same way. Like it's just certain days might not be better than others. Like right. I I just don't know. It just seems like it would work like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I I think too though like.
0: People who paranormal investigate more than others, like they're going to obviously through, you know, the exposure to it are going to have more paranormal experiences. But I think that also it's because you're so much more open to it than someone who's just getting into it or doesn't fully like believe like those types of things play a factor into how scared you're probably going to get too. you know what I mean? Like the more investigations you do, the more it's probably going to take to actually scare you. Right. If you're <laughs> super green and, like, hear a big bang, like, that's probably going to freak you out. It's probably going to freak you out regardless, but you might not. You might get a lot less. in it as much the yeah, first sure. time as right. you do the third or fourth time you hear a bang like that. Right, right.
4: Yeah, well, I was in an estrus method the other night, and something was tapping me in the back of the neck. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and, and I'm this is when Aiden was playing cards and I'm feeling this on the back of my neck, you know, and, and I felt it like three or four times. It, it felt like, you know, tap tap right right on the back of my neck. And it had just happened. And I, I felt it again. I was like, geez, I wasn't saying anything because I was too in- tuned to the whole essence thing. And you've been in this for 40 minutes. Or it, wasn't, what, it was about 40 minutes. I was in the, of this thing. You get can. Yeah. It. I mean, you, you don't you're oblivious to everything and you're dating. They came over to me to, to bring me out, you know, and, and just after I get tapped here, Aiden taps me in the shoulder here. And I, what I go about? Eight feet in the air? You <laughs> you, you, screamed like a schoolgirl, and, ju- <laughs>
2: and the jumped out of the chair <laughs> to the floor. Amazing. And the spirit box go flying. He's holding his chest just like he's dead. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dude, all on camera, dude. That's... Be so funny. <laughs> that's no, it's not gonna be funny you know, at all. Uh, so fucking good. I don't, don't want to be one of those guys but... who are like constantly like, oh, next year, you know, our our content's gonna change or next level, next level, because everyone says that. But every, we're, we're changing it up, dude. Every investigation, even if we don't capture like crazy stuff, it is going to be so funny. Because we are going to be losing our minds the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> we're really trying to push past like the fear limit, and I'm I'm not going. I'm going to say right now I'm not going to handle it well. <laughs> That's how <laughs> I do. Yeah. So it's it's going to be
4: hilarious, even if we don't capture anything. I mean, when, when there's four people in the whole of Fenhurst, the entire property. Yeah. And <laughs> you just you decide to just scatter, and, and oh, by the way, no no walkies, no nothing. And hey, let's just try to find each other in the dark. You come walking around a corner, and all you got's a little LCD screen. And you turn, and there's somebody. It's like, oh my god! (laughs) I think I just shit my pants. Yeah, damn near. Yeah, there was, was that was a it was a close one. But no, it was. And he did this. This dick here. I come in the building. It's the Devon building, the one that was wicked active. Yeah. And I come in the building, and when you first come in, there's a big room to the left, and there's these pillars, these like two foot by two foot square pillars that hold up the second floor. Well, he hides behind me. So he sees me come in and I go walking through and then he scoots out and, and skirts me and goes out the door. And so because the kid who came out of there is like, yeah, Sean's down in the basement. I'm like, OK, I'll just go try to hook up with him. you know, not not trying to. I wasn't going to. I know When I go to paranormal investigation, I'm not scaring anybody. I'm not I'm not playing that. Yeah, I'm there, I'm there to do my shit. You know, so I went down to just see him. Well, I didn't realize he was there. And I go down in this basement. It's creepy as hell. Yeah, there's water pouring in all over the place. There's bats swarming around all over the place. You oh, know, was like shit. And then I then I take the whole first floor and I, I'm not seeing anything. So I go to the second floor and I'm hearing doors slamming. And then I and then I see a light and I'm like, oh, somebody's in there. So then sure enough, it was my younger son and Aiden were in there. Well, then they hid in the bathroom and jumped out and tried to scare me the jackasses. It's, <laughs> it's like, come on, guys.
0: <laughs> I, I love me a good corner peak scare. I love that shit. Uh,
4: you know, I mean, I, I don't try to do it, but you know, I mean, I, I'm not gonna jump out and go, Rah! you know, and try to scare I you, might. you. I might. You <laughs> might you're not invited. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: I think we was it Asher Asher Walton we did that to Jenna and got her so bad. We we're literally filming our walk-in video. Like we're just walking through the house in the intro. And we both, me and him, just kind of like knew we were going to do this. And we just walked through this door and just both turn around on her and get
1: right in her face. And she freaked out. (laughs) (laughs) She fucking screamed and jumped back and I was like, that's perfect. She knew she she had to have known something was coming. She was just (laughs) following us through the house, walking. Yeah, She's over there going, are you guys talking about the Asher Walton house? Oh yeah, we are. (laughs) 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 You were in the zone.
0: For oh my job, he decided to Yeah, it's great. Well, I think we've uh, we we've reached the, the two-hour mark, so I think it's a good time to, to wrap up this this episode. Thank you guys for, for joining us of the very last live episode of 2023. I can't believe it's over.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> it feels wow. like it was fucking fast. That's for yeah, sure. We got three days left of this crazy, crazy year. Unreal. Unbelievable. Um, and what a year it's been! If you guys haven't seen their content yet, you need to go see that content in the yeah. links down below because yeah. it's. Fun. Let's let's get them to 1K subs. Like, come on now, people! Let's get them there. Here, hold on. He's obviously got huge
0: locations planned up, so make sure it lines up with one of those Line. crazy locations,
2: and we're gonna be, we're gonna be solid. It's gonna be crazy. Hear me That's out. Let's hit 1K. By March. That gives us about three months. A hundred, a hundred each month. That's what we try
0: You got it. Doable. That's what we're trying
2: for. So you got it. See you, Patricia.
0: And then and then you know, the people will watch your content, they'll get you monetized,
1: and it could change your whole fucking life.
2: Yeah, I work a nine to five sub so I don't have to do that.
3: <laughs>
1: we felt that though. So so do we. We literally grind that fucking that cobblestone straight through our faces. It sucks.
4: Yeah, it's it's brutal because I travel for a living. So it's you know I'm not home a lot, and when I do get home, I'm, we're out in the we're out in some haunted location, and I get back from that, and I'm I'm back out in the road again. So and you know,
1: right back at it. That's brutal. the sad part. Is like I wish we could spend way more time in that in that zone. <laughs> We always say, it, like, if we had a full day to, like, to do to research, you know, like, do our yep. diligence and really, like, spend the time that it deserves, sky's the limit at that point. We do what we can with what we can, and I think we do a damn fine job, and I think yeah. you guys do as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: And and I think being I said, you know, we're going to send it off uh, 2023 with some good vibes. You know, everyone caught amazing evidence this year. Hopefully, everyone continues that hopefully somebody catches something groundbreaking and revolutionary.
1: We're just seeing it just trickling through. It's gonna,
0: it's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna catch something crazy this next coming year. And we wish everyone a happy new year. And we'll catch you on the flip side in 2024. And remember, folks, keep your ears and eyes open for it really goes. Boom in the
1: net. Chase that unicorn. Never stop believing in your dreams.